Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. Hi-oh! It's Pat Boyle with you on The Fan. Happy New Year's Eve. Final show here in 2022. I'm with you for the next three hours. Get aboard at 877-337-6666. You can also tweet at me at PatBoyle44. And you can always listen on the free Odyssey app. Happy holidays. Hope you had an amazing week with your family, friends, loved ones as we prepare to ring in 2023. We still got plenty to get to here before 5 a.m. Giants can clinch at home tomorrow against the Colts. Knicks are fading fast as their lack of depth is showing, and the front office is choosing to do absolutely nothing about it. The Nets are red hot, but they're a disaster waiting to happen. And the Mets have to make a decision on Correa. Brian McKeon behind the glass this morning. But we start with the Jets. We will break down this game with the Seahawks throughout the next three hours. So don't you worry about that. I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions, your confidence level going into Sunday. But we start as the news of Derek Carr's future with the Raiders being seemingly over earlier this week. I've heard these last few days on the fan at nauseum, really. What is the Jets' plan for the offseason? Should they... Should they sign Derek Carr? Should they go after Jimmy Garoppolo or or Lamar Jackson? Should they try to sign Daniel Jones if the Giants don't give him a contract? I can guarantee you that last one is out of play. Daniel Jones is getting a bag this offseason. The clear-cut number one option is already on the roster, and he's going to be under center tomorrow. The return. When Mike White leads the Jets to two wins here to finish the season, and hopefully you get one loss from the Patriots, and the Jets get into the playoffs. But when Mike White leads the Jets to two wins here to finish the year, the Jets need to sign him to a contract extension and make him the franchise quarterback. Forget about Carr. Forget about Garoppolo. Get Mike White a backup in the offseason, and that's it. First, just from a money standpoint, Mike White's the least expensive option out of any other viable free agent QBs that are available this offseason. He's on a $2.5 million salary this year. And as talented as I believe he is, and as high as his ceiling is, he's only made six starts in his career. He's 27. Unless the Jets make a run to the Super Bowl and win it, and White throws for 350 yards every single game, and goes on an unbelievable Joe Burrow-type run, you're going to be able to sign Mike White to a contract that's probably around $15 million a year. Which, if you have any idea of what an average salary looks like for a starting QB in the NFL, that is dirt cheap. 
Second, and the most important thing, obviously, is the quality of play. I'm glad there's zero doubt anymore about who's the most talented QB on this Jets roster. I mean, that's a joke of a conversation now. Now that Zach Wilson has made it abundantly clear how horrendous he is, especially the last two weeks. But this offense immediately, immediately operates on an entirely different level with Mike White under center. The guy threw for 950-plus yards in the three starts this year. They destroyed Chicago at home. Okay, Bears have been terrible. They traded a bunch of their defensive pieces. It was still a monsoon that game at MetLife. And Mike White, you know, all he did was was complete 79% of his passes for 315 yards and three touchdowns and played a miraculous, basically flawless game. Then goes to Minnesota. They get down early, couldn't run the ball. Throws for over 250 yards in the second half. And if the Jets could find a way to punch it in from the red zone and maybe score more than one touchdown in six red zone trips, you win that game as well. And then you saw any intangible you need to see from your franchise quarterback in that game in Buffalo. Getting destroyed, getting his ribs snapped in half by Matt Milano on that hit. Getting beaten and battered with no offensive line help that entire game. In the snowy, windy game in Buffalo. Comes back, gives the Jets a chance to win the game on the final two drives. Doesn't turn the ball over. And there you go. Like, I don't understand what else you need to see from Mike White in terms of a talent standpoint and executing that would make you think he's not the quarterback, that you need to go searching elsewhere. Oh, we need, we need Derek Carr. I mean, and first and foremost, you're going to see this in this game Sunday too, the run game, which, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, I thought, well, Bam Knight was supposed to be the guy. Well, what happened? I thought the Jets could run the ball. Now they can't even do that. Yeah, the run game is going to operate on an entirely different level with him under center as well because of the respect of his arm. If you watch the game against Jacksonville, if you watch the game against Detroit, they just stack the box. Because you know if you stop the Jets' run, Zach Wilson can't hurt you. And in fact, he'll help you. Because he'll turn the ball over. He'll make reckless decisions. He can't manage a game. So you're going to get a boost in the run game just because Mike White is the quarterback. You're going to get a boost in the IQ level of your quarterback. And even before he proved that he's tough as nails against the Buffalo Bills in that game, the team rallies around him. There is an entirely different level of intensity from this entire Jets team when he's under center. You can hear it in the way Robert Sala speaks about him. You could hear it in the way his receivers and his offensive line speak about him. You could hear it and you could see it in the way the defense plays when he's under center. You saw the Jets' defense as good as they are. They're a top five unit. I mean, they were on the verge of giving up in that game against Jacksonville because they knew that the offense wasn't going to give many points. They got a strip sack on that first drive, and all they could do was put up a field goal, and that was it. And even then, the Jets' defense. Still held Jacksonville to under 20 points. And the third reason that Mike White should be the franchise quarterback for the Jets going forward, and all this talk we've heard about, oh, Derek Carr's available. You know, you evaluate the other options. Derek Carr's a decent quarterback. 
Okay, he's thrown for, what, 30,000 yards in his career, 30,000-plus yards, 35,000-plus yards. He got the raw end of the deal with what's going on in Vegas. Mark Davis is totally incompetent as, as his owner. Talk about silver spoon your way into the NFL. Has no idea what he's doing. And Josh McDaniels is a good offensive coordinator, but he's going to be a lifetime loser as a head coach. Blowing four double-digit leads this year, that's not on Derek Carr entirely. It's a lot on the defense. So I agree for the most part that what's happening in Vegas, him stepping away from the team, whether that is his decision or the Raiders' decision, or whatever the hell, how they came to that agreement. But then basically kicking him to the curb and his future being done essentially in Vegas because they save like $29 million against the cap if they cut him right after the season. So that's probably what's going to happen. But even then, Derek Carr is not a huge upgrade from Mike White because, yeah, there was a lot of other issues in Vegas, but Derek Carr didn't help it out. Threw 14 interceptions this year. Right? Do 14 picks. Most interceptions in the NFL. You, you can't disprove that. And when you throw that many interceptions, if you don't also throw a ton of touchdowns, which he didn't, if you aren't able to run the ball and be a mobile quarterback, which he's not, there's only so many excuses you can make for a guy that's going to be 32 next year. And what are you going to pay Derek Carr? Are you going to give him $40 million a year? You can give Derek Carr $40 million a year when you've got a quarterback that has shown you that he can be basically just as productive, if not more, in six career starts. Talking about Mike White. So I'm taking a pass on Derek Carr. No thank you there. Good quarterback. He's on the decline, though. And, I mean, again, the last two years showed you everything you need to know about Derek Carr. Good quarterback, can keep you in games, can make some really nice throws, but he's thrown 28 picks in the last two years. 28. And yeah, he had, you know, Hunter Renfro, the slot wide receiver who had a tremendous year last year. Yeah, he was banged up. Darren Waller, who's a great tight end, apparently can never stay healthy. Yeah, he, he didn't have those two guys for a large chunk of the season. He still has Devontae Adams. I mean, come on. How many excuses are we going to make? You know, I said, I agree that it was that he got a raw deal. McDaniel sucks as a coach. Mark Davis has no idea what he's doing as an owner. But at the same time, let's not act like Derek Carr didn't have talent around him. They didn't have Josh Jacobs as his running back. So that, that conversation went to an extreme end very, very quickly. No thank you on Derek Carr. Look at the other options. Jimmy Garoppolo, another guy. Can't stay healthy. Yeah, for his career, essentially all he's done is win. He's going to be 31. You're going to have to pay him a ton of money. Can't stay healthy. Can't do it. So you want to put your, your, your future and a ton of money on a quarterback that you have no idea if he's going to be able to stay healthy for the large chunk of the season? No thank you on Garoppolo. And Lamar Jackson, the same thing. MVP a couple years ago, can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. And, and, and again, that's another one where there's been... A bevy of excuses made for Lamar Jackson. Oh, he's got no wide receivers. He's got the number one. T- he's got the number two tight end in football. Mark Andrews can't get him the ball enough. And again, that's a quarterback. The market value for Lamar Jackson. You're not getting him for less than forty million dollars a year. That money can be better spent elsewhere. Continuing to improve the offensive line, which the Jets need. 
and continuing to fill in talent in the wide receiving room and on the defensive line and the linebacking core. Which, yes, the Jets' defense has been great, can be even better. When you got a kid that has shown you in three starts this year that he gives the team an excellent chance to win, that he can make every single throw with ease, that he can manage a game, that he's tough as hell, that he's a leader, why would you ever search elsewhere? And again, I'm saying it, and I will, I will live and die by this sword. Mike White is leading the Jets to victory tomorrow in Seattle. They're going to beat the Dolphins next week. You get one loss from New England. If Teddy Bridgewater can beat the Patriots tomorrow, then it's all set up for you for a win and in. If the Patriots win, you need help from Buffalo next week, which I even then think the Jets will get. Because the Bills, most likely, even if they beat the Bengals on Monday night, which is not a guarantee at all, even if they win, they still have every, they still have the number one seed to play for next week. And they're most likely not resting their starters. And they're going to crush the Patriots. So unless the Chiefs lose to the Broncos on Sunday, the number one seed has, you still have everything to play for. Mike White leads the Jets to victory these next two games. They get into the playoffs. He's your franchise quarterback. I don't want to hear about Derek Carr. I don't want to hear about any other offseason options for the most important position in sports. You have the guy on the roster already. You've seen the buzz he gives the team. You've seen the juice he gives the team. You've seen the execution. What else is there to play for? What else is there to look for in terms of your quarterback? Been saying it all damn here long. Said it in the first couple weeks of the season. Why the hell is Joe Flacco playing under playing quarterback? You got a guy in Mike White who showed you last year that in his first NFL start, he threw for 400 yards against the team that went to the Super Bowl. And because he had one bad game against the Bills defense, who was a top three unit last year, Joe Douglas had to rush right back to his number two draft pick who has shown you time and time again that he stinks. And all Mike White has shown you again this year is that he's proven that he can be your quarterback of the future. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.